0: Section eight of the Natural History of Chocolate. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jason in Panama. The Natural History of Chocolate by D. De Quellis. The Third Part, Chapter Two. Of Chocolate, So Properly Called. In treating of this liquor, we have two things to examine. The first is the original of chocolate and the different manner of preparing it, the second, the medicinal uses that it is proper for, which shall be the subject of the two following sections. Section I of the original of chocolate and the different manners of preparing it. Chocolate is originally an American drink, which the Spaniards found very much in use at Mexico when they conquered it. About the year 1520, the Indians who have used this drink time out of mind prepared it without any great art. They roasted their kernels in earthen pots, then ground them between two stones, diluted them with hot water, and seasoned them with pimento. Those who were more curious added achiota to give it a color and atoya to augment its substance all these things joined together to give the composition so strange a look and so odd a taste that a spanish soldier said it was more fit to be thrown to hogs than presented to men and that he could never have accustomed himself to it if the want of wine had not forced him to it that he might not always be obliged to drink nothing but water the spaniards taught by the mexicans and convinced by their own experience that this drink as rustic as it appeared to them nevertheless yielded a wholesome nourishment tried to make it more agreeable by the addition of sugar some oriental spices and things that grew there which it will be needless to mention because the names of them are not so much as known here and because of so many ingredients there is none continued down to us but vanilla in like manner that cinnamon is the only spice which has had general approbation and remains in the composition of chocolate vanilla is a cod of a brown color and delicate smell it is flatter and longer than our french beans it contains a luscious substance full of little black shining grains they must be chosen fresh full and well grown and care must be taken that they are not smeared with balsam nor put in a moist place the agreeable smell and exquisite taste that they communicate to chocolate have prodigiously recommended it but long experience have taught that it heats very much its use is become less frequent and those who prefer their health more than pleasing their senses abstain from it entirely in spain and italy chocolate prepared without vanilla is called at present chocolate of health and in the french islands of america where vanilla is neither scarce nor dear as in europe they do not use it at all though they consume as much chocolate there as in any other place in the world however a great many people are prejudiced in favour of vanilla and that i may pay a due deference to their judgments i shall employ vanilla in the composition of chocolate in the best method and quantity as it appears to me i say as it appears to me because there are an infinite variety of tastes and every one expects that we should have regard to his and one person is for adding what the other rejects besides when it is agreed upon what things to put in it is not possible to hit upon proportions that will be universally approved it will therefore be sufficient for me to make choice of such things as the majority are agreed upon and consequently which are agreeable to the tastes of most. When the chocolate paste is made pretty fine upon a stone, as I have already explained, they add sugar powdered and pass through a fine searce. The true proportion is the same weight of sugar as of kernels, but it is common to put a quarter part less of the former, that it may not dry the paste too much, nor make it too susceptible of impressions from the air, and more subject to be eaten by worms but this fourth part is again supplied when it is made into a liquor to drink the sugar being well mixed with the paste they add a very fine powder made of vanilla and cinnamon powdered and searced together they mix all over again upon the stone very well and then put it in tin moulds of what form you please where it grows as hard as before those that love perfumes pour a little essence of amber on it before they put it in the moulds when the chocolate is made without vanilla the proportion of cinnamon is two drams to a pound of paste but when vanilla is used it should be less by one-half as for the vanilla the proportion is arbitrary one two or three cods and sometimes more to a pound according to every one's fancy those that make chocolate for sale that they may be thought to have put in a good deal of vanilla put in pepper ginger etc there are even some people so accustomed to these tastes that they will not have it otherwise but these spices serving only to inflame the blood and heat the body prudent people take care to avoid this excess and will not use any chocolate whose composition they are ignorant of chocolate made after this manner has this advantage that when a person is obliged to go from home and cannot stay to have it made into drink he may eat an ounce of it and drinking after it leave the stomach to dissolve it in the antilles they make cakes of the kernels only without any addition as i have taught at the end of the first part of this treatise and when they would make chocolate of them they proceed in the following manner the method of making chocolate after the manner of the french islands in america they scrape off with a knife from these cakes aforesaid what quantity they please for instance four large spoonfuls which weigh about an ounce and mix it with two or three pinches of powdered cinnamon finely sieved and about two large spoonfuls of sugar in powder they put this mixture into a chocolate pot with a new laid egg both white and yolk then mix all well together with the mill and bring it to the consistence of liquid honey upon which they afterwards pour boiling liquor, milk or water as is liked best, at the same time using the mill that they may be well incorporated together. Afterwards they put the chocolate pot on the fire, or in a kettle of boiling water, and when the chocolate rises they take it off, and having well milled it, they pour it into the dishes. To make the taste more exquisite, one may, before it is poured out, add a spoonful of orange flower water, wherein a drop or two of essence of amber has been put this manner of making chocolate has several advantages above any other and which render it preferable to them all in the first place one may assert that being well managed it has a very agreeable smell and a peculiar delicacy in the taste besides it passes very easily off the stomach nor leaves any settling either in the chocolate-pot or in the dishes In the second place one has the satisfaction to prepare it oneself to one's own taste to increase or diminish at pleasure the quantities of sugar or cinnamon and to add or leave out the orange flower water or essence of amber and in a word to make any other alteration that shall be most agreeable in the third place they make no additions that destroy the good qualities of the kernels It is so temperate that it may be taken at all times, and by all ages, in summer as well as in winter, without fearing the least inconveniency, whereas chocolate seasoned with vanilla, and other hot and biting ingredients, cannot but be very pernicious, especially in summer, to young people, and to dry constitutions. The glass of cold water that they have introduced to drink before it, or after it, only serves to palliate the effects for a time, for the heat that attends it will manifest itself in the blood and viscera when the water is drained off and gone by the ordinary ways in the fourth place a dish is so cheap in the fourth place a dish is so cheap as not to come to above a penny if tradesmen and artisans were once aware of it there are few who would not take the advantage of so easy a method of breakfasting so agreeably at so small a charge and to be well supported till dinner-time without taking any other sustenance solid or liquid section two of the uses that may be made of chocolate with relation to medicine i have always imagined it would be a very great advantage to physic if medicines could be administered to sick people under an agreeable form and a familiar taste and the artifice itself of giving anything under the appearance and name of something that is delicate is not without its benefit people afflicted with distempers have enough to do to support their pains without the inconveniency of distasteful remedies however it would be no small matter to spare them the aversion they have to every thing that is called a medicine and when there is a necessity for such chocolate may serve for very proper diet and an excellent vehicle wherein to take a medicine at the same time. These have been my thoughts for some time, and I can affirm that a happy success has often confirmed my opinion. I could wish that this essay, imperfect as it is, might serve to waken the attention of some ingenious physician, who would give himself the trouble to handle this matter with great accuracy than my spall penetration will permit me to do. 1 how many people neglect to purge themselves and are so obstinate as to refuse to do it when they have the greatest need of it and this because of the great distaste they have for ordinary medicines will it not be of the greatest service to teach them to purge themselves after a delightful method and even if it was necessary to purge them without their knowledge to do this you need only mix twenty or twenty-six grains of jalap in powder More or less according to the age and strength of the person, with so much powder of cinnamon as is common for a dish of chocolate, and to give this dish as if it were ordinary chocolate. I have had great experience of this. It is a good purge without griping. Several have mistaken the effect for the benefit of nature only, being entirely ignorant of the officious deceit which I made use of for their sakes what advantages may not there be drawn from this method of purging applied to children who are so backward to take anything that has the least ill taste two the preparations of the cortex both galential and chemical have not succeeded its infusion in wine heretofore so much cried up contains but a part of the virtue for the feces or the bark that remains at the bottom of the bottle has strength enough to cure the intermittent fever thus after a thousand fruitless trials it is now given again in substance reduced to a very fine powder which is either made into boluses or taken in water this practice however is attended with several inconveniences for a great many people especially children cannot swallow it in boluses the same inconveniences follow the other way of taking it in water and is neither less troublesome nor less nauseous to avoid all this a dram of the cortex reduced to a fine powder and finely searced and afterwards ground dry on a porphyra with the cinnamon designed for a dish of chocolate and mixed in the chocolate with more sugar than ordinary may be taken without the least reluctancy and if necessary without being perceived the person will be nourished at the same time much better than with broth which is easily corrupted by a feverish stomach. Neither will the particles of the cortex offend the stomach, being wrapped up by the unctuosity of the chocolate. I have cured intermittent fevers after this manner, nor did it ever fail of good success. 3. The most elaborate preparations of steel are not one jot the better upon that account. The simple filings have more virtue than was ever extorted from this metal by any preparation. There is nevertheless an inconveniency in the use of them, because all the particles of the steel uniting together by their weight at the bottom of the stomach form a kind of a cake, which fatigues it and makes it very uneasy. To remedy this, after the filings have been ground into a very fine powder upon a porphyre, you must mix it with the cinnamon, and when you make your chocolate, and it is certain that the particles of the steel will be so divided and separated by the agitation of the mill. And so entangled in the chocolate that there will be no danger of a future separation, besides the aromatic particles of the cinnamon and the alkaline ones of the chocolate will not a little add to the strength and operation of this remedy four after this manner, may you mix with the chocolate the powders of millipedus vipers, earthworms, the livers and galls of eels to take away the distasteful ideas that the sick entertain against these remedies five the use of milk is a specific remedy for the cure of several distempers but by misfortune there are but few stomachs that can bear it and several methods have been tried to find out help for this inconvenience without troubling myself to mention or examine them will it not be an easy and natural method to hinder the milk from curdling on the stomach to pour a hot dish of chocolate upon a pint or quart of milk the butyrous parts of the milk and chocolate are in reality analogous to each other, and very proper to be united for the same purpose, and what is bitter and alkaline in the chocolate ought necessarily to hinder the curdling of the milk in the stomach. It is easy to confirm by experience the reasoning upon this sort of chocolated milk. End of section 8